Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Small Talk. You already know two queens, but today we have four queens here. We have two queens from Dope Moms Unfiltered, and we're just going to chat today. So Dope Moms Unfiltered, y'all want to introduce yourself, let the listeners know who you are. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having us on. Um, so my name is Alicia. I am one half of Dope Moms Unfiltered. I am a married mama of two beautiful but trying little girls, um, <laughs> Madison, who is five, and Olivia, who is two. I currently work in higher education. I'm the director for the Center of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Yes, ma'am. Um, right, right. Pick that up, pick that up. Especially right now, right? We definitely need that work. Yes. Um, and I love doing this podcast with my bestest, best friend in the whole wide world, and I'll throw it over to her. All right. Well, yes. Thank you for having us. Um, my name is Erin Trauman. I am the other half of Dope Moms Unfiltered. I'm a single mother of one. Uh, my son's name is Jalen. He's seven years old. He's seven going on 17. He tries me every <laughs> single day. Um, Alicia knows everything about him. So, you know, he's he's a handful, but he's so energetic and I love him. Uh, he's my world. So I am a case manager supervisor at a transitional living program, dealing with clients who are in the department of children and families who don't have homes, um, that have been in foster care. So we service, uh, 17 to 21 year old females to try to give them some life skills and be able to be really positive supports for them to make sure that they have a really positive life. And I also am an assistant coach of acrobatics and tumbling at Quinnipiac University. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Before we even jump into the topic, can we shout out to social work and higher education right quick? Because y'all yes. doing it. Shout out to y'all. We're gonna yes. talk after this spot is we got Yeah, we gonna we gonna connect. Because <laughs> we have some similarities for sure, for sure. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So excited to have y'all here for real. So Britt, what 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 are we talking about today? I'm so excited. Just hearing y'all job titles got me excited because <laughs> it brings even more of like an aspect to, to what we're actually talking about tonight. Um, colorism. We're going to go into colorism. It is Black History Month. We know that colorism is a big, big, big thing, but it's not often talked about. And right. it happens mostly in the Black community. So real quick, I want to get y'all perspectives on what y'all feel colorism actually is and how it's, you know, treated in the black community right now. Yeah, I could jump in. Do you want me to jump in, E? Yeah, you can go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So um colorism <laughs> for me, like when you know, when I've like researched it, when I do sessions and, and things about it, like when I teach my students or have conversations about it, for me, it's a preference of a skin tone, you know, one way or the other. Usually it's in favor of the lighter skin over the darker skin. And this stems all the way back to like slavery when you had, you know, um, when the slave masters used to rape the slaves and they would have um, biracial children, and then those children were still slaves, but they would be placed in a house, right? So they would be called the house and we're we gonna leave it that at that. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they would be there. So there was favoritism there. So if we think about colorism, it literally stems all the way back to the slavery, right? And it's it's very prevalent in the black culture. Um, 
and it's it's not just in the black culture like it's it's in many different cultures and it's 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 weird because it's looked at differently in each culture like if you look at the asian culture the lighter you are it's more preferable right because they they relate being darker skin with working out in the fields and then if you think about the hispanic culture the darker you are it's they like you being lighter as well right because when they think about you being darker they think about you being more mixed with because we know like i'm puerto rican and black so we think about taino indians and you know the um the africans that were brought from you know africa during the slave trade and the spaniards and all that mixture and all that stuff so um it goes it goes deep deep like i could literally just go on and on and on about it um but for me i think we look at like for me I, when i look at colorism it affects people in so many different avenues when we talk about work when we talk about um you know moving up in certain fields or what opportunities have been given to you or not given to you um it just it could go very deep so for me i'm gonna leave it there because i know we're probably gonna dive into certain areas a little bit more <laughs> and i don't want to say everything with the first answer but for me that's that's really what it encompasses mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shout out to you, sis, because I know she'd be doing some DEI work. She does DEI work at her um, at her college and university, and I'm on a DEI committee um, with some coaches at Quinnipiac. So yes, we feel really passionate about this. Um, but I'm not gonna echo everything Alicia said because we can really go into it. So I know we're gonna get real deep into some into some stuff. But for real. As, as blanketed as I could put it, is discrimination based on your skin color, right? Yep. And we experience that in the Black community. We really do. Um, I've experienced it. I experience it even sometimes within, uh, like, my sometimes in the past in, like, my groups of friends. And just being a light woman of color and then joking and doing this versus Black and pinning up Black, um, lighter skin versus darker skin. Like, that always frustrated me. Mm -hmm. It always frustrated me to the core. Like, somebody would always say something about me because I'm light. I, you know, I can relate to um, white people because I'm liked her. And it's just like, no, I'm like, I'm African-American. Like there, it, it, that's just it. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. for me, I feel very passionate about this, but you know, colorism to me, is just discrimination based on your skin color. And that is in the African um, community. So, I mean, we deal with this all the time and I can go on and echo everything Alicia said. She's really okay. well, she said it really well. So, I mean, I'm not going to echo everything, you know, because that was kudos you to you, sis. Kudos to you. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, as soon as you went in there, I was like, I wanted to be like, yes, girl, go, go, go. You know, because like, yes, we, yes. we be talking about this. We, we, we really talk about DEI stuff. So, um, so yeah. So I can't wait to get into this discussion because we're, we're really passionate about this. And for our, for our listeners, can you explain what DEI is for the ones that don't know what that is? Mm-hmm. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yes. Yeah, yeah. My apologies. Yes. I always like to say DEI because it's just shorter, but diversity, yeah. equity, and inclusion. Yeah. So I'm on a committee actually just recently this year after the George Floyd incident that happened. Um, I graduated from Quinnipiac University. I went there all four years. I, after I graduated, I became an assistant coach, have been an assistant coach. And just recently, as everything has been unfolding, I felt like it was my duty to become um, a part, a member of the DEI committee, just because we've never had something like this before as coaches. And coaches are coming together within all different types of um, sports teams and coming together and figuring out how we can best serve um, 
are student athletes. So that's why I'm on the committee. I do have women of color on my team and I feel like I want to be able to be a spokesperson for them and be able to bring things to light um, and be able to use my voice and echo anything that they are feeling, anything that they may need and be able to just whatever they need, support them in any way I can as their coach, um, but as a member you know, of the coaching staff within the university and see how far I can go and take it. Because sometimes our students feel like they don't really have a voice. They have a small voice within a really large committee, so, or community. So I just felt like it was my duty to really step up on this committee within the past year after everything that kind of happened and my students um, kind of just reaching out to me. And I know Alicia does a wonderful job at DEI as well um, in her university. And she's been having some jobs. I'm so proud of her. She's been moving on up and busting her ass. So I mean, busting her A, sorry. Um, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm really proud of her. So we, we really talk about this on, on the date. Oh, shout okay. out to y'all. I love it. I love to see it. I love to see y'all. Yeah. Like uplifting one another. It is so dope. Y'all are definitely dope moms. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. I really, really love to see it. Both of both of you, even the work that you're doing is so important right now. Um, you know, and I feel like a lot of people jumped on the wave now, but that's okay as long as we're doing the work, right? And it's getting right. done because it's so important, man. So, 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 so long. I feel like even our ancestors, they endured so much. And now it's just like our generation and the generation behind us. And even the one like slightly before us, we're like, we're not our ancestors. Let's knock if you buck. Let's go out here and do this work, you know, and get it done. So that part. Yeah, that part. So we're talking about colorism, that light skin, dark skin battle, whatever you want to call it, has been around for so, 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 so long. Alicia, I think you said it best. Um, Oh, in terms of like slavery and the house inward versus you know the ones that are outside but yeah. mm-hmm. all right. that other stuff and I love the fact that you brought out that it's also in different cultures too because a lot of times we focus on the black community but it is also in other cultures and ethnicities so that's good but we're we gonna stick to the black folks today in honor <laughs> and life. right um, this month um light skin dark skin let's we we do want to dive into different aspects and angles on where it is. Um, I heard you say work, you know, uh, as it, I, I believe you said you were a director. I believe you said you're a case manager supervisor. I know Asia is a is a therapist and I'm also a director in child welfare. And when we go to that table, we are for black women, you yeah. know, um, with predominantly white folks or Hispanic folks or Asian, yeah. whatever it is. Um, but we're often looked at as the bottom of the totem pole. And mm-hmm. if we are there, it's like the darker your skin tone, the more braids you have, or what you do to your hair is often frowned upon. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about that, um, the work dynamic, just the, just colorism within the workplace. Have y'all experienced that? Or what are some gems y'all can throw out there? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'll jump in. Um, I think, you know, for me, one thing that's really important is I, like I said in the beginning, like I identify, I'm, my father is black, my mother is Puerto Rican, right? So I'm half black, half Puerto 
Puerto Rican. There's no in-betweens. That's just what I am, right? But I also recognize and understand that me having a lighter complexion gives me privilege that other people don't have, right? Like the other women don't have. So I have two sisters. My youngest sister is lighter than me. I, this is winter skin. I right? so don't, don't, don't judge me too hard. But <laughs> my younger sister is lighter than I am, but my oldest sister is darker than I am, right? And so I understand that we move through situations differently and we're judged in situations differently solely based on the color of our skin. So me knowing that, I, I think for me, gives me like gives me this uh puts me in a place where I feel like I need to be even more vocal and I need to put even more attention to certain situations because I'm aware of although I identify as being half black and Puerto Rican I know that I can have certain conversations with individuals and they're not going to take me as being as aggressive as they would take say my sister who is a darker skinned female do you know what I'm saying and yeah. so when we think about in the workplace I use that to my advantage so I'm gonna use that right to have those tougher conversations, to put people in their places, to, to bring other people to the table when they're not being asked to bring brought to the table, right? Or their their opinions and their um their experiences aren't being brought to that table or aren't being asked about. So for me, I use that because I know that I have that. And that's part of my, and for me, I feel like that's a part of my responsibility, being who I am, how I look, but also knowing how I identify and what I know and the fact that I'm not afraid to go to bat for anybody when it comes right, to any right. conversation, you know, no matter what table I'm sitting at. But there's definitely been times where I can see like counterparts or even men like like mentors or people that have maybe been in higher positions and things that I've like, you know, where I see how things are moved or how people move around them, you know what I mean? And like I pick up on that. And because I pick up on that, I use my 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 position of power and my privilege to make sure that I dismantle that and that's right. not going to happen around the places that I'm in do you know what I'm saying right, so for right. me I definitely see it it's it's definitely prevalent you know you get labeled as the angry black woman right or the for me I look more probably Hispanic so the emotional Latina or whatever yeah, yeah. but it doesn't matter you get labeled that way so me knowing what I know I'm like all right no she's not being aggressive she's not being angry she's her opinion as well we're gonna validate that because it's just as important as this person over here facts snaps facts she <laughs> said a mouthful like i don't yeah, even know she, what she listen at. i'm telling you we be <laughs> she be like listen you ever hear I what i was like oh we about to lip, just pour the wine up sis because we're gonna have a session today <laughs> i go in i'm sorry it's so true it's so she true. goes in but she'd be going in for her people and you know and and i appreciate that you know what i mean because a lot of people could sit back and just be like it is what it is exactly. no we're not about to it is what it is it's 2021 things got to change after everything we saw within this last year stuff is gonna have to change we are not about yeah. to be called angry aggressive cr no, mm -mm, no no yeah. no more no more no yeah. more no more i've experienced it i think that with me being a lighter woman of color right I dislike when people ask me all the time, what are you? What are you mixed with? Oh, yes, I yes, yes. Like, I was like, yes. I said, what do you think I'm mixed with? Oh, I think you're Dominican. I think you're this. I said, why? I, that's how I start off all conversations. Why? Oh, because you're light. You're this. You talk this way. You do. I said, hold right. on. I said, no. I said, my mom is black. My dad is black. I was like, downtown Waterbury, downtown. I said, so no. Oh, what, what, oh, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I said, oh, so now, and, and then I was like, so now you don't want the angry person to come out because now you're just, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I have to check myself because I want to really go in on people and educate them. But that's one thing I really dislike as being labeled as a light-skinned woman of color is that I have to be mixed with something. I can't be 100% just black. Yeah. I have to be mixed with something because I'm lighter complexion. I dislike that. I said, my, my dad is a little bit darker than my mom. You know what I mean? So we're all in the middle. Like my mom is literally hundred percent African-American. My dad, we, they just were lighter. Like it just, that's what happened. Like, yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. going to apologize. I'm not going to say down the line, we've had lineage of, the, no, my mom is yeah. black. My dad is black. Me, my sister and my brother were black. And I'm sorry that you don't associate me being lighter with being a hundred percent. And that's something I really dislike. I, I just mm, that's and that doesn't sit well with me and i have to really address it 10 times out of 10 when anytime mm -hmm. somebody says something or if somebody says oh listen oh you're really tall and you're black you must have played basketball yeah that irks me too right because now we're associating tall black athletic with predominantly black sports right. basketball female i'm you must have been i was like no i did cheerleading I did acrobats and tumbling. Yeah. I did softball. I did track. I did basketball. I did, and they're like, wait, what? I'm right. like, yeah. I said, there's black women that do that. Regardless, it's not just white women. I said, I got a scholarship at a university that really showed off my talent. I said, yeah, and I worked really hard for that. I was like, so right. I really, anytime I really try to break down any type of those barriers because I feel like it's really important. And I really try to do that with a lot of my clients because a lot of them are predominantly of women of color and they've always been shot down time and time and time again. And I feel like I have to be a stronger mentor for them to let them know you need to use your voice. People say your name wrong, speak up and correct them 10 times that out of 10. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. your name. You have the right to correct them. You have the voice to do it and make sure you do it. There's a way to do it. Because my clients will come across, come across very aggressive. Like, yeah. You, but okay, wait, time out. There's a way to do it. <laughs> I'm gonna teach you how to do it because there's always. I, this is the one thing that, you know, rest in peace. One of my friends, she used to say, "There's always one way to skin the cat." I don't even know what the heck that means. It's an old school kind of saying, yeah. but she's an older school woman. She was from Florida. She was from Fort Lauderdale. She schooled me on a whole bunch of things. There's always one way to skin the cat. And this is what we about to do. I was like, okay, sis, school me on it. Cause I, I'm not going to Like, let me, let me put me on so I can, you know? And so we would always, you know, make sure our, our residents and cause all of them are literally women of color, um, between Hispanic, African-American, Jamaican, doesn't matter. We want to make sure that they're using their voice and their voices being heard. Especially right. with being in the system and being a foster, being in the foster system and not having oh. ties to the family and not knowing anything, that's okay. You don't know your family, you don't know anything, but let's get to know you and stand up for yourself. So that's something that I really, really, really um, work hard on with my clients. Yes, yes, and it's important. It's I think it starts with us too. We got to stop um, bashing one another. This light skin, dark skin rivalry within ourselves first, because when we have kids, we pass that down to our children, right? And so I too work in the in the child welfare system and we get a lot of foster kids that were brought up in these homes that dark skin, very short hair was always made fun of because the light skin chick with the long hair was always prettier and she was always this and she was always that. So when foster parents come in, some of them, 
I've, I've been in homes where I visited some of these children and the foster mom was like, I need a new kid because they're bad, right? They labeled the black kid as bad. But lo and behold, you talk to the kid and it's like, oh, she calls me a darkie or oh, she calls me this. We immediately, you know, remove these people because they shouldn't be foster parents. No, but no. I just feel like mm. there's so many people like that in the world. And if we don't teach our children how to be a voice for themselves within our own community. If we're consistently tearing each other down, cause it's like, oh, the light skinned girl is better than the dark skin. Like, I love that the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Go, go ahead, sis. Cause right. we, yes. like, we're all, we're all a part of the black culture. And I just feel like it just, that rivalry has to stop because we're all queens, we're all kings. I know people may joke about the light skin syndrome when it comes to the male species. Like, oh my God. Squint their eyes or they got the selfie. Like, what's up? And you know what we're talking about. And, and that's so funny, Alicia said that. I was like, we did at the same time. We are like, this one? <laughs> open up but that's what's so a little wider because sometimes there are like Britt to your point there are like certain stereotypes right that for all intents and purposes like I do think like even when it comes to this whole like the light skin dudes in the pictures like they feed into that though because oh, they yeah. give them a certain attention you know what I'm mm. saying like and even when it comes down to um because now it's like okay but the dark-skinned guys and now it's something interesting because when I see a lot of pictures like in media, the darker skinned man usually has some type of like beard. His beard yeah. is always on thick. Just yeah. full, thick, full, thick beard. Damn. He's like, I'm not mad at that. But even but even with that, like I think sometimes how we even in like our homes and like and even what we see in media and stuff like that, it does play a role in how we view each other, right? And like, mm -hmm. so like, for instance, like when it came to me, being lighter skinned, like I was very conscious of, well, I don't want to be seen as this super rude, this super like bougie, sadiddy kind of girl. So for mm -hmm. me, like, I realized that most of my <laughs> growing up were- Oh, <laughs> she was, mm -hmm. Oh, you froze for a second. Oh, yeah. Every time, every time but i was like she about to get it <laughs> so growing up like because i i was very conscious of that like most of my friends yeah most of my friends were all darker than me mm. the guys that i was attracted to were darker skin because for me i'm like well i don't want to be viewed as like i'm cool i'll be chilling you know what i'm saying because for me i saw how how people were viewing like darker my darker skin friends you know what i'm saying and it was just right. like Something about that just isn't right. And I think it comes down to like what we see in the home, what goes on in the home, but also what we see in the media. Because how many yeah. times have we seen a show, right? Season one, it'll be some milk chocolate, you know, shorty on there, you know, saying, or you it's usually and it's always the girls. I have never seen them switch out, and I'm gonna just say it like this: I've never mm -hmm. seen them on TV, I've never seen them switch out uh, um, a darker skinned male with a lighter skinned male. Yeah, I've always right. seen it where it's been they will switch out, um, like my wife and kids. Right. Mm -hmm. like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like that, I mean, that's like one of the biggest ones. Like everybody knows. Two on this. You have to ask yourself, like, yeah. So so why? And, and it's always like, and typically, 
it's always like the like it's like the younger kids and it's like why are they doing that because now you got to think about the psyche so what happens to the young kid that's watching the show and it's like oh well that was the Mm -hmm. that was the you know that was the person that i connected with and now okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then they always Mm -hmm. act like they just act like it just it just happens like we never Mm -hmm. like and viv is still and viv Right. right. There was no nothing in between that and really seeing and like one of the things one of the things that was most upsetting for me, and I don't even know if y'all will remember this, but they were doing a um I think it was a biography actually, but I know they were doing just a movie, I'll say that, about Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. And Nina Simone, um, a chocolate woman, right? Chocolate woman, beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. woman. Um, and the person that they cast to do her was Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. Of all the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't make no type of sense. And in my mind, it's like, it, why? Mm-hmm. There, there's so many beautiful, chocolate, talented right. actresses that could have played that role. Mm-hmm. So right. So why? You know, and mm-hmm. then it goes back to the colorism in the, within the industry, yep. right? within media. So I right. just want mm-hmm. to like hear y'all's y'all's thoughts on on that. Yeah, I mean, for in the in the media, we I, I feel like we see it the most in the media because that's what we see all the time, right? That's what we're being fed: magazines, videos, movies, commercials. Like that's what you're constantly seeing and ingesting, like on your phone, on TV, and the radio. Like, right. well, not the radio because you can't see anybody on the radio. But you know what I mean, right? Yeah. So you, but you see it, and the issue is that we're like one of the one of the biggest problems, in my opinion, is that we will deny roles and opportunities to darker skinned women, right? And we will give them to the lighter skinned women who will either have certain features of the darker skinned woman. Right or like, if we want to just be straight up, like we we're okay with Kim Kardashian and her big butt, small waist and stuff like that. But we don't want to give it to to black women. We don't want to give her opportunities who have the same the natural big butt and a small waist. I was just waist, about right? to but say we're that. Okay with the people who who right. artificially right. alter themselves to to mimic features of black women, right. Right? right? And so, but because they're lighter skin and they're more appealing and they look more exotic, we're okay with that. Right, like we we're we're more welcoming and more okay with bringing them onto these films, these movie opportunities, these commercials, whatever it may be. And it's so problematic because it's denying. First of all, it's denying talented Black women the opportunity to move up in their career, giving them you know job opportunities and all that stuff. But then, what are the messages that we're sending to, like you said, the individuals who are consuming this? Right. So we're thinking right. like we're all older women. Um, not we're not old. But we're not we're not children, right? <laughs> Let me correct. We're, we're not old women. But when we think about like you know our our children, right, or our younger siblings, or younger cousins, or these these younger generations that are ingesting this and are eat, sleep, breathing this stuff, and then when they get to our age, don't love who they are or don't see themselves in in certain roles or in, in, in different areas. And it's so problematic because it, it, it hurts their self-esteem, like their psyche, their mental, like anxiety, depression, like they don't feel like they identify with stuff. It, it, it just goes on so many different levels. So 
in the media is huge. It, it's 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 so big, um, and it's so problematic, especially when we have individuals who pretend who aren't even black, and then pretend or play a black character in certain things. And it's like, but we have so many amazing black actors and actresses, or singers and songwriters, producers. Like, why can't we highlight these individuals? Why don't we give them the opportunity? But because we feel more comfortable with putting these lighter skinned people in these positions, we mm -hmm. do that and then we deny them those opportunities. So then mm -hmm. we just, we, we continue to protect, uh, perpetuate this cycle of mm -hmm. like not allowing these individuals to move up. They still, they stay stagnant. Some people have to change careers. Like it's, it, it's so problematic um, within that, that whole conversation of, of colorism within the media. And then we talk about artists who highlight, you know, I don't want, to, let me not jump into that. Let me, let me leave that there. Let me go ahead. You know, y'all go ahead. Because that's a whole nother part, right? Yeah. You went in, sis. You went yeah. in. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm sorry. I keep doing that. No, you, you. Go ahead. No, that was. So I was going to say, jump into it. Because I sure was going to bring up, um, what's the name? Danny, Danny Lee. Yes. Was, you made that light skin song about the baby. And he left her like two days said, okay, later. Okay, you. You did a whole for what? For what? Like this, this. For what? Representation matters. Going off of what Alicia just said, representation matters, right? I dislike the whole one versus this, right? Like there needs to be roles of where people look like others in the world. There's not just one category where this right. is what everybody should look like right here in this little bubble. That's why there's so many different species out there. It's like, and it needs to be celebrated that everybody looks different. There needs to, it needs to be celebrated. It doesn't need to be looked down upon. And that's what makes me so angry is that people look down upon people that don't look a certain way. And then we have all these stereotypes. No, like we can't, we can't keep doing that. And I know Alicia went on a rant and she, you go girl. Cause you, I was over here like, again, that was my second moment. <laughs> all right, I'm you know. No, but I know that you're so passionate about, no, it's because you're so passionate about it, and I know we talk about it all the time, and I'd just be letting her go, and I'd just be like, yeah, uh-huh, girl, mm-hmm. And she'd be like, and another thing, and another thing. I'm like, yup, yup. I'd be like, and I'd be like, but, and she'd be like, and this, and I don't know, I was like, mm-hmm, girl. It needs to be said, it needs to be said, man. And she'd be like, you know what, I feel really good. I was like, you know what, you do, you feel great. That's great. I'm so proud of you. You feel really great. You needed to let all of that out. Let's let it, let it out. out. Let it's it out. Very, it's very but if, but if you would have let that out into a different type of, to a different type of somebody else, like they would have thought that you were aggressive. They would have thought that you were angry. They right. would have thought that you were whatever. Right. So it's like, we create spaces, especially Alicia and I, we create spaces for each other to be able to drain off a lot of those emotions where a lot of times that we don't think that we could be able to say that how we want to say in the moment when we really need to say it right we have to play those politics with those up the higher ups and be like smile in everyone's face and try to cool switch and like okay let me not say this let me not do that and because mm -mm. there's times that people there's times at the workplace i really want to be getting people like okay i'm really mm -hmm. gonna unleash on you right now because mm -hmm. you tested me but i'm gonna put yeah. a smile on my face and i'm gonna try to flip it in a different way where you're gonna understand me right 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 but, Going back to what you said, I feel like representation matters, and I feel like there are so many brown boys and girls, and should see people that look like them, light, dark, brown. Doesn't matter. Like we need to have roles, and they need to be represented the way that they should be. 
Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. I feel like that's where it starts. That's where the root of it starts. They're our generation and they're the ones that's going to teach the ones after and after and after and after. It's a cycle. In order to stop those generational curses, we have to start within ourselves first. And mm-hmm. here we are talking about it in, within the Black community. Um, even looking at, I was, I was, I don't know if you guys are in um, any, I know Asia's in um, a sorority, but so even sororities and fraternities, that freaking, what was it, the brown paper bag test? Oh, like yeah. If you were enough and you passed it, you was in the sorority or the frater- whatever it was back in the day. And it's just like, dang, you know, like, I mean, I, I know it went back to slavery, but then it, was, it just didn't stop. And it's still here till this day in 2021. And it's just like, Man, like, you know, I, I, it bothers me so much because I, I have a daughter and she'll ask me, she'll be like, oh, the peach girl looks like this. And it's like, okay, we're te- she, she doesn't say like white girl, she's five. So she identifies as peach girl and the brown girl right now. So that's where we are. But oh, that's so cute. When it gets to the, to the brown girl and like the dark brown girl, She'll be like, oh, the brown girl looks better. The dark brown girl, mm, her hair looks like this. And my friend said that her hair, blah, blah, blah. So that's my opportunity to teach her like, no, wait a minute, hold on. They both, they look the same. They are the same. You know, one just sat in the sun a little longer. One baked over here a little longer. Right. They're beautiful. Both of their hair, you know, curls, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, I think it starts there. And if you're not teaching your children in the home or in the classroom or whatever volunteer mentor program, whatever it is, that's where it starts because I could easily say, yeah, sis, you're right. The light-skinned girl looks better, you know, or the light-skinned girl will probably go somewhere that the dark-skinned girl will never go. But I'm watching the come up 2021. I'm watching all skin girls. In, within the black community, within even the Hispanic culture, because you know, a lot identify as, as um, the dark, with the darker skin or brown skin or, or any, any, anybody that has mel- melanin, you know, we're all on the come up and where we were always frowned upon and the white folks always were like, oh, you must be black or you must be Indian or you must be Spanish or you must be this, just because we got a little melanin in mm-hmm. our skin and it just, it's 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 terrible but i'm just so happy to see that we are on the rise and on the come up so just to to keep that division like together i don't know the word i'm looking for but mesh together (laughs) that we're Mm -hmm. all we're all queens we're all kings um it's just it's admirable and i just hope that we can continue to push that narrative because it needs to it really does need to stop it's very very annoying and i blame a lot of it i blame Hollywood. I blame social media. Um, we can yeah. talk about our homes all we want to, but thank God music videos are not predominant now. Oh no. my God. Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine? Oh my God. When they were, we were like, we were growing up and I would just love the music video channel. Just watching the music videos. I'd be like, but then you think about the, the, the females that were in the videos. Yep. Who was always the main you know, yep. video vixen. It was a light video vixen with the weave, the really right. long Every black time. hair, light skin. Every time. Every time. So crazy. Every time. That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, you don't see it like you know, for 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 in, for women or young girls that are darker skin, you don't see yourself, or you see yourself, but they're like one of the extras in the back or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You don't see yourself as like the main one, the the one that the, the people Asia. are. 
wanting or whichever, you know? I don't think we could. You were coming in and out. Your mic is really low. We were trying to hear you. Sorry. Check My out. internet is bad, girl. Listen, I got like 12 different devices on it. So it might be. Can you hear me? <laughs> no. Yeah. no, we can hear you. We can hear oh. you. I can hear you. Okay. I don't know if Anna can hear us. I can, I can hear y'all. Y'all are fine. Okay. Y'all can hear me? Yes. Very little. Like your mic is is low, but I don't have my little AirPods. I usually have them, but it's all good. Um, but what I was gonna say is it's it's interesting because when we think about even in like colorism, right? Like we think when we think light skin, we automatically think long flowy hair or like long hair. And then when we think about dark skin we always think right like the kinks and the coils and very short 4c hair so that when you see a darker skin chocolate woman right with like long flowy hair right then it's like oh aaron to your point what do you mix with Mm. black Mm -hmm. and black period then or when you see like lighter skin women that have let's say like well, I don't know, different types of hair that's not this long flow. It's like, oh, oh, like, did you cut your hair? Mm-hmm. No, no, I have 4C hair too. Yeah. It's, a, it's a thing, you know? And really, yeah. really just thinking about, about that, it's like, it's crazy to me. But, Britt, to your point and the celebration of it all, I'm so grateful, even when we think about, because we're talking now almost about like the standard of beauty and how it's gone from like the video vixens and what we see, even the influencers and this like Instagram face. And, um, and now we do have like, even when we think about makeup brands, right? Like mm-hmm. we were never, first of all, black women, right? We, there are so many shades, so many undertones, all types of stuff, but we had to pick the same types of colors. It was always the yeah. caramel, um, <laughs> cocoa, yeah, you know, honey, honey. All, all these things like that, right? And even seeing how and what comes to mind now is even thinking about like Rihanna, right? Um, mm-hmm. With Fenty Beauty and just how many colors, right? And just on the spectrum and really celebrating not just the lighter end of the spectrum, right? So because when you when I was thinking about like as we were talking about the standard of beauty, like I just love seeing whenever she has advertisements or even when she's doing like any type of ad or, or anything like that, I'm just like yes. Yes. yes, I see us. I see us. I see us. I see us in all the shades of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be like a darker skinned woman with long, flowy hair that is hers, mm-hmm. right? To a lighter skinned woman who's just looking how she's looking. And that's also fine. But I think, and Aaron, to your point, I think it's really just about celebrating all of our differences um, and, not, and not putting um, like a yes on either side right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, because it's also one of those things of like, if you are a lighter skinned woman, don't be ashamed of being a lighter skinned woman. Like right, that's, right. that's who you are. Just mm-hmm. like if you are a darker skinned woman, and this goes for men too, like celebrate that's, that. That's who you are, right? Celebrate that. Um, so I think I do, I have seen a shift. Um, and granted, and I, I'm just thinking about even makeup brands, because I just keep going back to at first, it was just those couple of colors right and Mm -hmm. that's seeing how it's how it's expanding um and extending so i just want to shout out rihanna for that because not yes Um, i think that to your point is that she represents the black woman it regardless it doesn't matter like you said on the spectrum she represents the black woman she took it amongst herself to be able to celebrate 
along that whole entire spectrum like any type of color any type of undertone like you said she celebrated it and she made a platform because she wanted to make sure that everybody had something for themselves right mm -hmm. and so which which is beautiful and i just pray and i wish and i hope and this is my biggest thing is that uh, we all come together and we just we're stronger together than we are apart yes. light skin versus dark skin over here like if we just recognize and i i'm really big on this i know alicia is too we like if we go out or you know when outside was open because you know it's not open no more um but when <laughs> florida florida outside is open listen I mean, it's, it's closed over here for <laughs> oh no, for pretty it's closed but for everybody else it's open open I well see, i've seen the airports everybody's flooding miami yeah. <laughs> i'll be the next month i'm upset i don't want to talk about it alicia whatever <laughs> i'm just mad at you Nah, i'm mad <laughs> I, Aaron, I interrupted. Please go ahead. No, I don't even know where I was going with this. I was on the flow. Damn, I'm sorry. Dang. It was well, good all I want to say, all I want to say is that I hope and I pray one day that you know it's not it's no longer going to be the light versus dark. I feel like if we're we're stronger together than we are apart, and none of that toxic because it, it is for me. I feel like it's very toxic very to be saying this and that and i understand that people can't help it because of you know it stems from the past and whatever but it has to be that one person that stands up and says nah, no we're not doing this we gotta break that we gotta break it down we need to educate everybody and it comes with education education is key education knowledge is power and i think that if it takes all of us together to be able to you know celebrate this is where i was going with this is that alicia when me and you go out we will be the first person regardless of what they look like anything light skin dark skin asian what it doesn't matter we're like oh sis you killing that outfit yes, yes girl that hair is everything girl we'll walk into any place and we'll be like you see her lipstick shit is popping like and we'll be like listen where'd you get your hair done because it's cute like we have we don't have no type of filter when it comes to that because i we feel like as women as color of color we we want to celebrate women in general that's number one but then number two we want to uplift our sisters. We want to uplift the women of yes. color as well because they've been in the shadows for a very, very long time that we want to yes. make sure that we give credit where credit is due. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to sound like, you know, crazy for them, but we fly, y'all. You know, yeah. we really are. Women of color, they may have been in the shadows for a very long time and been overlooked and whatever, but guess what? It's going to take that women of color to be like, you know what, no more and shine and really outshine a lot of people and be like, this is what I have to contribute. And people are gonna have to look at her and really be like, you know what? You're right, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want for everybody. I want, that's what I wish and I hope and pray. And that's what I want, you know what I mean? Cause I, we're all dope, yeah. we're all dope. We, we are, are shout, out. Yeah. We are. shout out to and us. You're right. Like, I mean, honestly, like think about it. Like the, the black woman has literally been the backbone like if you want to think about america like we could we could we could put america we could say america it's been a backbone of lifting us up of building us up of creating what the hell we got now okay let's just we we could i mean if we want to get technical okay stacy abrams all right and georgia is the whole reason why georgia flips okay and if we don't remember she was the one that had her the whole governor thing was stolen from her yeah, two yeah. years ago when she ran and she was like okay so I might have lost the race, but I, what is it? What is it? Race? What is it? What is that? That's like I, the race or the, 
battle and war. I'm gonna use battle and war. Yeah, I was about to say it's battle and war. Since I know, but the there's marathon a race. Oh, marathon. It's a race marathon. and marathon. That was the other one. Yeah. yeah. I was like, was it's like, the marathon. It's the marathon. That's I couldn't remember. But she was like, I might have lost. I was like over here like this. Battle, but I'm gonna win the war. And so she, yeah, she lost governor, right? But then she had the whole state flip and was one of the biggest reasons why we got this fool out of office and we were able to bring in Biden. Now, was he my number one? No, but he was better than Trump. So I'm gonna leave it there. But what I'm trying to say is that black women literally are so powerful when they unite, no matter what you look like, no matter where you come from, no matter the amount of education you have, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, they are the backbone and always have been. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. they need to start getting recognized that way. We need to start getting recognized that way because mm -hmm. that's who we are. That's, what, that's our history. That's who we've always been. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, that's what it needs to be. hundred mm percent. -hmm. And going yes, off of that, it's kind of like, it's not always a light skin, dark skin over here. It's, if you take time to get to know that individual, we are individuals, number one, right? I'm not mm -hmm. just a representation of the, of the light skin black women. Like, no, I'm Aaron. I'm this, I have this contribute. If people took right. the time to get to know everybody individually, all of that would go out the window. You know what I mean? But I feel like it's so easy to just put that light dark right there and pin it up against each other because it's going on for so long. It's yeah. just break that all down. It's, it's uh, enough of that. It's, it's, it's trash. It it's away. trash. It's trash. Throw it away. We don't, we don't need that. 2020, 2020 was hard enough with everything that was been going on in the social media and the, in the news and stuff like that. Me and Alicia, we talk about that all the time. Like, Oh no, you got one more time because I we really about to show out. We really are because yeah. we can't take no more. We can't take no more. I'm not taking no more backseat. Right. But 2021, we we gotta we gotta make some changes amongst ourselves too, and 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 amongst our community. I think that if we do that, and we can really we really could succeed. Real, real mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this before we end because I know Asia was getting ready to throw that in there. I'm gonna say this real quick. Alicia has dropped some gems. She gave it to us cut and dry. Erin has came through. She has dropped some gems. She gave it to us cut and dry. So if y'all didn't learn nothing else, <laughs> y'all better learn that one, representation matters, right? We are all queens and kings. And one thing that we didn't really touch on, but I'm going to throw it out there before we log off. Black men, brothers, hear me out. Mm. Mm -hmm. stop throwing black women under the bus stop talking about us stop bashing us whatever it may be okay yeah. if right. you choose your white woman that's your preference however do not come back and blast the bash the black woman oh she got an attitude oh she this oh she that and then when you choose your black woman do not bash the dark-skinned women or do not bash the light-skinned women because you feel like they fit a certain stereotype. That is self-hate. Yes. Your mother is black. Whether she's yes. light-skinned or dark-skinned, you came from a black seed, a black womb. So to me, it's a lot, it's self-hate. You, you gotta hate yourself, you black. You know, and you, you out here, if you talk about the next black woman, what about your mama? Mm -hmm. I always refer back to your mom, your grandmama, somebody black in your family because you're black. Right. So black men, cut it. Choose what you. I'm. I'm not. I'm not saying you. You know. You go this way. Choose what you. What you feel. Your preferences with anybody. Inter. I'm all for interracial 
couples and dating, that's that's on y'all. However, do not bash the other culture. It's just not, it's not cool, it's not cute, it's trash, like Aaron said. Throw it away. <laughs> Throw it away. I can't even believe that you said that. Like, cause I wrote down on a piece of paper, right? And I was like, yo, this is gonna be a real good topic when and you went out and said, I literally have it down on a piece of paper. Right? <laughs> black men versus black women. That's crazy. And I was like, we about to talk about this. I know they about to throw something in on us. And I was like, and I'm about to do it. I'm about to go there. I'm about to flip. I always talk about it in some lives. I always say, oh, I'm about to throw a monkey wrench, right? Like, ain't uh, nobody's mm-hmm. gonna think about it. So that was that. Was that. And the, the one thing that when you said that, somebody, I remember being out with a couple of my friends and my sister. Alicia wasn't out this night. It was a while ago. Somebody, a black man came up to me and said, you are so pretty for a black girl oh. and to no end i gave no f's and i went off i said you know what Good he's not you. about to get no type of pass no type of pass my sister Charday, they had to literally i was like you know what i'm about to educate him it was the middle of you know a club and whatever and i was like you know what no he's not about to get no type of pass like and i said exactly what you said Brittany. i was like isn't your mom black like what you are a li- literally standing in front of me as a black man telling me hey right. oh, i can't wow you're really pretty for a black girl what you trying to say black women aren't pretty like micro like it made me so angry it flipped my lid and i couldn't hold back nothing and i remember my brother being outside he was like are you okay i was like no i'm not okay i'm real mad and i'm angry and i wanted to pop and i and everyone was like just let it go let it go no we're not about to let it go because in those moments you need to educate the people and you need to stand up and you need to do whatever because i felt like i was standing up for the black queens in the world i was like uh-uh, you're not about to you're not about to sun us no absolutely right. you're not about right. to do this to us right. not today not ever not on my watch you're not about to do that <laughs> no no not today don't do that don't don't do that <laughs> so it was so funny when you said that i was like get him you better go you you got me rooting for you too Brittany. i was like get him you better go girl go unleash that but i know that's that's a whole nother that could be a whole nother episode for that's you. and if you do you could let us let let me know because i'll come on i will yes. be out willing y'all will be the first that. people we call <laughs> <laughs> because that is a topic in itself but that had to be dropped because it exists and it needs very to well stop. said yeah. very well said Brit, that's why when you were like um when you were saying that i was about to uh end it and stuff in my mind because i was sitting here and i was like britney always says and and i feel like in all of our episodes it's always we need to normalize blank right that's britney's thing and um aaron when you were talking about just like how how you and alicia y'all celebrate like just women in general i'm like we need to normalize that because so many times when black women have been and women women in general but especially black women when we are celebrated right for our features it's usually so over sexualized sexualized it's yeah. not pure it's literally one of those it's either a microaggression right like oh you're pretty for a black woman or things like inappropriate like oh you got um what do they used to say things about like the lips right so mm-hmm. you got you know what i'm saying and, and it's it's always sexualizing what what makes us beautiful right and and just yeah. what makes us us um 
So I think it's so great and it's something that we should remember and we should normalize just celebrating one another and because it's pure. It's not, it's not coming from a place of like, I'm telling you this so you can tell me, you know, something back or I'm telling you that I like your hair. Um, you know what I'm saying? For, for the sake of just saying it or whatever the case may be. But I think it's really, really important that we just love on one another. We uplift one another um, because there's some people out here that are either trying to bring us down mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're not even, it's like a pseudo celebration, right? Like it's legit. It's like, all right, I'm going to tell you this so that, so that I can, I can just see where this gets me because mm -hmm. people fetishize um, black women in general, but that's a whole other thing too. That we can no, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is. It is. But, it is. Um, but yeah, but that was just something else that I was going to say. And there's some other, just on this whole topic of just like black, black men, Brittany, why did you start this? Because really when you <laughs> think about this whole black men versus black women thing, right? There was this thread going on, on, um, on TikTok actually. And it was this black man and he had a question and he was essentially like, okay, so to all my fellas out there that choose to be with someone that's not a black woman, right? Explain to me why you're with them without, without saying anything about a black woman. And when I tell you majority of the people that were like, cause he, he will show the responses. A lot of the dudes that were like giving her responses still reverted back to something about a black woman. Right. Like, okay. So either y'all are not hear me or, or y'all just got something wrong here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's really one of those things of like, like to Britt's point, love who you love, do what you need to do for you and your heart and your heart space. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't bring that over here. Right. Right. Like, like we're like we're good. That's what we're, we're good. Okay. Mm -hmm. We don't we don't need you. We don't we don't need your broke self anyway. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can't ask the broke self, so. say that. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but to your point, it it is, and even with that, and I'll just keep going back to the celebrations of what I of the trends that I've seen now. It is awesome to see other men challenging men challenging men that do have the, these narratives and have these ideals of you know a black woman is less than right therefore right. i need to get this person or whatever the case may be or i saw my mom struggle and i know that black women all they do is struggle and they want to sit in the struggle and it's like no sir that you have trauma okay you need you need some healing that's what yes. you need to say um, who wants to therapist. sit in the struggle? Who wants mm -hmm. to be there? Who physically yeah. wants to be there? Yep. Mm -mm. <sighs> it's a no. It's a no for me. Right. <laughs> I was so proud one day. My son literally he opened the car door for me and he was like, "Here, mommy." And I was like, "Whoa, you opened the car doors for me? Okay, cool." He said, "No, yes, because you're my beautiful black mommy. I love you so much." And I was oh. like, "Okay, oh, we about to I must have done something right, right?" Because his dad is his dad is Puerto Rican, like right. So identified very differently. So for him to recognize that in the moment, like beautiful black women, like I was just so proud. Cause right, cause it was like not that like I sat him down and was like black is beautiful and everybody and ah, you know what I mean. I didn't do that. I just was like 
everybody is beautiful everybody everybody whatever he's like but you are a beautiful black mom you are beautiful you are a queen you're i was like okay you seven years old preach to me baby okay <laughs> where are you getting that from and it up. i don't know he could have picked it up from his dad he could have picked it up I, you know what i mean like but for me I, I just teach him to love all and love everybody regardless of skin color regardless of right. you know anything going on it doesn't matter you have friends that are your friends for a reason because they're nice to you and they're this right. not because they're black not because they're asian not because they're white so that's that was really important that was that was a really good point yes so <laughs> this has been another episode of small talk you already know usually two queens and today we have four because we have dope moms unfiltered with us today Aaron hey. and alicia thank y'all so much for being here with us and just of spending course. time chatting it up Thank so, you for having us. Yes, thank you. This was fun. This was, this was fun. Good. This was so much fun. We appreciate y'all so much. Bringing y'all back. We'll for sure bring y'all back. So we absolutely on the next episode. Bye. Peace. <laughs>